Hey, what's going on? It's McCabe. I'm Jenny. And they're actually letting us do a podcast? Yeah, because not everyone can listen every day from 2 to 7 in the afternoon. I get it. But that means you're going to take out all the bad stuff I say, right? <laughs> yeah, we took out all the bad stuff and combined some of our favorite moments for you and put them right here on a podcast. Okay, let's check it out. So here's what you missed. On the Afternoon Mix podcast. You know, I thought yesterday everything turned out great. It was a really good brunch that Jenny put together and everyone had a good time from what it looked like. It was a lot of fun. And when I heard that McCabe had never had breakfast pizza, I was like, oh my gosh. I have it. So I do want to clarify. I've had pizza for breakfast, but yes. I've never had whatever. The eggs, bacon, gravy type of breakfast pizza, you know? Yes. And so I was like, oh my gosh, at this brunch, I'm going to make a couple breakfast pizzas because McCabe's <laughs> never had it. Do I cook? No. Have I ever made breakfast pizza? Not in my life. But yesterday I slaved over that stove, rolled dough. You should have seen me. the dough I as rolled well? the dough and didn't have a roller. That's how much I don't cook. So I used a wine bottle to roll it out. Wow. And I didn't know all of this went into, I, I thought it was like a frozen pizza that you just like put no. in the oven or it whatever. was homemade. I made the eggs. I made the bacon. I put the gravy on it. And it turned out, I would say, great. But when I found out yesterday <laughs> that you didn't eat any, I was so offended. I was like to my husband, wow, we have a lot of leftover breakfast pizza. I'm like, did McCabe even eat any? He said, oh, he just took like a little sliver. Look, okay. A but also sliver. I did. I had a, a tiny piece of, of your breakfast pizza and it would look, it was really good. I, I am curious. What is the white sauce that is on it? I thought for some it's reason, gravy. I thought it was like mayo or <laughs> ranch or something. <laughs> That's why you didn't eat it? No. Okay. I was just, I was, I was kind of like, you know, investigating like what is actually in oh, the pizza. Man. But it's also because you had your casserole and you made a really good casserole. I think I just got too full on the casserole. <laughs> it's McCabe and Jenny with the all new afternoon mix. And you might be wondering why this is called Who's the Bobo Head? Because they wouldn't approve Who's the m- Who's the Bobo Head? Who's the Bobo Head? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and after yesterday, you're definitely the Bobo Head. <laughs> like, I. Jenny, if you don't already know, she is too nice. You're too nice of a person. And yesterday we had a brunch at at your place and it was in like one of those common areas. Like you have, there's a pool nearby. There's like a playroom with- uh, A playroom. <laughs> whatever. It's our have. amenities Oh, the amenities floor. floor. Yeah. Okay. And then there's like a whole kitchen that honestly is something you could shoot like a TV show in. It's a really <laughs> nice big kitchen. And you had gotten there early and you had gotten like the table that you're supposed to eat at. Yeah, because this um, kitchen- is something that you can use if you're a resident in my building, but there's no reserving it. Like it's a first come, first serve situation. What you have, I, I give you credit for this. You had your little brother go down like early on to sit at the table. To reserve the space because <laughs> I was afraid that someone would take over if no one was there and I was preparing the food. So all he does is play video games. So I just asked him to sit down there and play video yeah, games. Very nice of your brother to go down and save the spot, but that's what he did. He saved the spot. He saved the entire, uh, the, the table and the chairs. And then I saw the group they come in and they start moving your stuff out of the way. And I'm like, Jenny, how are you going to let them like take over the area? I know it's a common area, but you were here first. Okay, so this is funny because I remember when we had a little debate about the dog run floor. That's public shared space. And so... People are welcome to use it while your dog is doing business. So I kind of thought that for the kitchen area, like, yes, I did host a brunch there and I got there first, but I felt like I had to share with these people. No way. Because it, it's not, I don't own it. Like You don't own it, but I just think it's like common courtesy if you're already there first. Plus, there were other common areas 
that they could have gone to as well. So I definitely think you were the bobohead in this situation because you let them take over. Like they started moving jackets and drinks and, and all that, <laughs> that kind of stuff. That was annoying. But there were two tables. I let them have one of the tables. Should I have told them to leave or should would you have just shared the space? Call us up. Who's the bobohead? I absolutely would not have confronted them. Why? They took over the entire space. They took up half of it. Well, they were still yeah. moving your stuff out of the way like you weren't sitting there and you were clearly sitting there. But everybody pays rent in that building, so... I'm like a portion of, or whatever, HOA, whatever you want to call it. A portion of that money is going to, I get to use this room. And if you can't, you can't request it or like reserve it, then that just is a sucky situation. Yeah. And I think that the biggest thing was there was enough room for us. And I couldn't imagine oh. if I was on the flip side and like I tried to plan a thing with my friends and then I go into this space that's already taken over. No, like a normal person, you would go find another common area, which there were clearly other rooms but that could like go into. Kitchen that you could cook stuff. You were there first. <laughs> Sounds like you, you did the right thing, Jenny. I'm on your side. McCabe, you're a bobo head. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. If they would have come over to you and been like, hey, can we share this space with you instead of just automatically taking things and moving I would have had like a, different feelings on it, but I they didn't. I think the reason they didn't is because I didn't make any eye contact because I just wanted to avoid the confrontation <laughs> altogether. <laughs> I didn't want there to be a food fight or something. Uh, well, I do want to say I think you eventually, they eventually did leave. So you you did win in a, in a weird <laughs> way. It just took win. longer than expected. But call us up. What would you have done? Would you have told this group to leave or would you have allowed them to share the space with you in your shared apartment amenity <laughs> space? General rule of thumb, especially when it comes to other people's possessions, always ask. It doesn't matter that they wanted to share the space with you guys. They still could have done that because, like your other caller said, you all are paying the same rent and this and that to use this space. Mm-hmm. It's the fact what gets me is that they were moving your guys' things without asking if they could also use that space. And I think that's what irks me the most. Yeah, once they start touching my stuff, that's a whole new ball game. I'll just go and eat their food then if we're going to have that kind of party. There's nothing wrong with sharing, McCabe. I'm sorry, Jenny, but today you're you're the bobo head. <laughs> hey, it's McCabe. Hey, it's Jenny. And we're asking, asking for, for a, a friend. friend. Ask anything you want. We keep it anonymous. It doesn't matter. Anything works. It's asking for a friend with McCabe and Jenny. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> uh, I feel like I know the answer to this for you, but someone... Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah. Okay, Someone right. asked, have you ever quit your job on the first day? Wow, the first day. First day. And let me tell you, I've never like quit a job without another like opportunity type of thing. Even when like, you were younger? Even when I was younger, I've never been like, I don't like it here. I'm quitting. I am opposite of that. Okay. Because when <laughs> no, I was. <laughs> you? No. <laughs> before, before getting into radio, because radio has been like the career and the job that I have, have had the longest. But when I was like in, I feel, I'm looking at like my first jobs. I think I was like 15 and a half and I worked at Taco Bell at one point, which I, Taco Bell was cool. I liked working at Taco Bell. I love that cheesy gordita crunch. Oh my gosh. I would just sit and eat all the cinnamon <laughs> twists while I'm taking orders. Um, but there was one time I was. I just started college and um, I was going to be a uh, busser mm-hmm. and that was on like Friday nights and I know it was a job, but I was like, all my Friday nights are gone now and I hated picking up after <laughs> after people. I mean, you don't even pick up after yourself. I so don't. That makes so sense. I don't know why they hired me <laughs> to go and clean a table. Like I had those little um, you scrape like the uh, the crumbs off the table, off the table, oh. and I was just I was terrible at it. And so after a weekend, so it was more than a day. I'd say two days. Then I was like, yeah, this is this is not for me. I what gotta, made you think that you could do that job? Was it just for the money? You were just applying anywhere and I everywhere? was applying anywhere. It was like a it was like a nice Italian restaurant. I'm like, I'm gonna 
make a bunch of money. This is going to be great. And then I go in there and I just hated everything that I had to do. And then I saw like the waiter was making all the money. I'm like, this, this is terrible. I don't like this job. So yeah, I did quit. Oh my gosh. My very first job, which I also started at 14, lasted seven and a half years. And seven then, and a half years? Yeah. I got that job as like my high school job. So then when I graduated college, I left that job to start my actual big girl job, I would say, <laughs> which aligned with my college degree. And my last job before here was 10 years. You probably, like every time you are going to quit a job, you like, give the two weeks, you give notice. Like, I oh, absolutely. Here. I get going away parties because I do it the right way. <laughs> Uh, but if you ever have quit a job on the first day, we want to know about it. Cheryl, have you ever quit your job on the first day? So I was in college and I um, wanted to work at a library. That's usually someplace you would never find me. <laughs> and they were hiring someone for a, like the children's department. I was like, this is great because this is exactly what I was going to do. With my, I wanted to be a teacher and work with kids. So they asked me about my, my class schedule and I gave it to them. And I showed up on the first day and they put my work hours during my classes. How are you going to ask for someone's schedule and then not even follow the schedule? <laughs> well, I was going to say, weren't you a manager at one point, Jenny? Like, that's something I could never do because I'm terrible with managing my time as well as other people's time. Well, the one that annoyed me when people are like, I can't work Friday nights, Saturday nights, or any of these. Just just this time. That's usually exactly what I would request. <laughs> like, I love this job, oh but gosh. I can't work holidays don't or weekends. don't even work here. <laughs> well, yours was actually because you had school, so that's acceptable. So what did they say to that? Just didn't even care. I said, I can't work. I have to go to class. <laughs> I just don't understand out of all the jobs, it's at a library where you should ahead of time be reading the instructions from whoever you're going <laughs> to work with. And it would just be figured out out of all the places. The to... library didn't read your schedule. Yes, did not read it. But uh, I mean, I, that's kind of a, a shocking one for a first day job of, of like quitting. Yeah. A spot like that. Uh, I'm sure, though, McCabe, you're pretty used to it. I was, look, I at least when I quit my job at the buster job, it was two days. It was like a two day. I did did it one weekend. I did a Friday, Saturday (laughs) night. And then I'm like, yep, this is not for me. I'm out of here. I took some breadsticks. Trial and error for you. (laughs) You took some breadsticks. (laughs) The afternoon mix. Deal breaker drama. And this is actually inspired by a new dating trend. Yeah, I found this article about something called fizzling. And it's when daters don't want to tell someone that they're no longer interested. So instead, you just get slower and shorter in your responses before stopping it altogether. And I'm like, do you let your relationships fizzle out instead of just being upfront with a person? Oh, I feel like I'm a fizzler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, no kidding, because I know your last relationship was pretty long there. I it feel was. like you let that drag. Uh, okay, hold on. I did not <laughs> let my long uh, seven-year relationship drag. Okay, that one was like a legit like long relationship. It just, <laughs> just ended because we both parted ways. But I feel like when you are texting someone, it could be like someone you just met or whatever. I feel like I am kind of a fizzle. I feel like either I'm getting fizzled or <laughs> I- was going to say, I think it's more you're getting fizzled. I am. I'm like, why are they stop? Why are they not texting me anymore? And it's like just a slow creep, or like you, I text because I'm usually like one to text back immediately, like a type yeah. of thing. And then when you te- text me like the next day, or it just starts to, I'm like, okay, obviously they're not interested, and it does. It feels like a fizzle. You're just like slowly <laughs> being burned but by this so person. So interesting. Why people can't just say, hey, I'm not interested, or hey, this isn't working out, like. 
I can't do it, but I'm just, it's interesting to me why we have that kind of wiring in our brain. It's like, we just can't, we just can't pull the bandaid off. We just can't say it. And we have to, it's almost like you have to tell those white lies in a sense, just to, I don't know. I don't know why we do it, but I, I, I oh, so you are guilty of that. Because I mean, yes. you don't like when it's hap- it happens to you. So I feel like, yes, there are some, like there's people I've talked to and you just kind of like fit, let it fizzle out. And I just either don't respond or it's like a slow response. <laughs> And then well, you kind of get the hint. But I'm curious, I mean, before you were married, were you straight up with someone you were like, if you were dating or maybe talking to, did you just let them know like, hey, I'm not interested anymore? Or are you, would you let it fizzle out? Usually I would say I am dating someone else. Sorry. <laughs> so you would like lie to them? <laughs> no, I would be dating someone else. Like oh. I found someone I actually uh, am truly interested in. But call us up. Have you dealt with fizzling before? <laughs> yeah, I think fizzling out is fine. I feel like it's hard in the dating world. Everybody's talking to so many people at once and you're trying to figure out who you click with. So if it's mutual, that's fine. I think the problem comes when people ghost Ooh. and not like really irks me um i hate being ghosted so and i know it's so much easier to ghost somebody i feel like i get it so often that i'm just like (laughs) used to it it's like normal if i see that you're ghosting me i'm like okay yeah i don't know i just i would rather somebody tell me especially like if i did something wrong or i don't know something was off so that i could at least correct it for the next time that was going to be my know. question, Julia. Instead of ghost, being ghosted, like what line or phrase do you suggest people use instead of ghosting? Um, I think most of the time, honesty works fine. Like I feel like most of the time it's just, hey, like I've used, hey, I've, you know, I went on a date with somebody else I clicked with more um, or, you know, like I'm just not feeling it. I'm sorry, but I had a really good time, you know, so it's it's like letting them down nicely. Yeah, I would do like maybe a compliment. It's like, what, what do you call that method? the sandwich method it's like a compliment then you let them down what and kind of sandwich like a turkey no like, like you're like hey i think you're a great person i'm sorry i don't think this is going to work out but i think your career is awesome and i wish you the best <laughs> oh yeah. man jenny if you ever say this stuff to me i'm gonna be like man, i know i'm getting the the sandwich talk uh, no <laughs> wouldn't you like a sandwich talk julia yes i would love that <laughs> It's McCabe and Jenny, the all-new Afternoon Mix. Hi, who's this? This is Doug. Hey, Doug, are you familiar with Trends in 10? I am. All right, we're going to give you a trending topic, ask you to name 10 things in 10 seconds within that topic, and when you do so today, you are getting our VIP tickets to the 7th Annual West Loop Spirits, Cocktails, and Wine Festival. Sounds great. Doug, were you into Netflix's Love is Blind? Uh, my wife is. Okay, I was going to say, was she really excited for the live reunion last night? Uh, I think she might have fallen asleep. I think. <laughs> I heard there was some delays or something. Well, it was on a lot of people's minds last night. It was the second ever live event on Netflix, and it ran into an unexpected snag because the special failed to load for viewers at home yesterday. And nearly an hour and a half later, Netflix cleared the air and apologized, but they did already make their reunion available on the platform after recording it. So uh, as of 2 o'clock this afternoon, it's been posted on Netflix. So if anyone left work early at your job, Doug, it might have been to catch this reunion. <laughs> I can't say I didn't turn it on. <laughs> but what'd you think so far? Well, I only caught it the first couple of minutes of it, but I have to finish watching it at home. It's All addicting. Right. <laughs> well, Doug, um, since we're talking about love is blind, can you name 10 things you love in 10 seconds? Ooh, I should be able to. All right. Hopefully your wife is in there. Um, but I'll give you a countdown in three, three two, one, go. My wife, my kids, my job, money, food. Beer, wine, vodka, tequila, um, my parents. Yeah! 
Yes! Oh. I was so scared. Doug, you got there. Woo! Congratulations. Now, are those in order? Uh, I plead the fifth. <laughs> Parents are after the tequila. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, you mentioned alcohol, and you're now going to the seventh annual West Loop Spirits, Cocktails, and Wine Festival. I mean, it's not like it's not on my mind. Plus, they're VIP tickets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, make it a nice date night mm-hmm. out there. And Love is Blind, you know, we were at a brunch at your place yesterday, and that was like, I feel like everyone who was leaving, everyone's like, yeah, I got to go catch Love is Blind. I know, and I love crappy reality TV. Like, I love the Kardashians. I love The Bachelor, so I don't know why I didn't ever get into that. Yeah, I just watch shows where, like, I see successful relationships and how it's <laughs> totally opposite of my life. So I I also watch terrible reality. We should reality. Sign you up. There is, I think, like, Love is Blind is coming here. Like, I don't know if it's Love is Blind or if it's the Married at First Sight. Okay, well, we'll sign you up for either of those. It's <laughs> a lot of pressure. <laughs> Whatever we got to do. Okay, I'll do it. I'll go on a show. I don't mind. But we got more Trends in 10 tomorrow at 5.05 with your shot at those VIP tickets for the 7th Annual West Loop Spirits Cocktails and Wine Festival. All right, thank you for joining us for the Afternoon Mix podcast. And feel free to give us a five-star rating. <laughs> Come on, McCabe, you can't tell them five stars, but we would love that. And while you're at it, we would appreciate a review and maybe even a like and a follow. Yeah, you can follow us on socials at 1019MixChicago. We've also got our personal ones. That's right. You can give me a follow at McCabe on air. I'm at Jenny V on air. And also get the free Mix app. It's super easy. It's in the Apple App Store or Google Play. Yeah, until then, if you like what you heard today, we are always live 2 to 7 in the afternoon on weekdays on 101.9 The Mix. Wait, we're on at 2?